Welcome to the Burnout to Blessed podcast. I am your host, Tara Reinbolt, and it is my mission to help you take back control of your life, overcome burnout, and reclaim your happiness. Trust me, if I can do it, you can do it. I went from totally burned out human resources professional looking to find my purpose in life to finally kicking burnout to the curb and finding my God-led mission. If you're ready to start living your best life today, like right now, literally this second, then you've come to the right place. Consider me your own personal business and life coach. Now let's get this party started and dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. I hope that you're having an exceptional week. I am really excited to finally publish an episode. It's been a million years since I have done so. And the ironic thing is that at the very beginning of this year, back in January, I sat down and I made a plan just like so many of us do at the beginning of the year for how are we going to meet our goals? What are our goals? And ultimately, I created a plan and a strategy to meet my goals. And one of them was through podcasting because I love podcasting. It's so much fun. It's something I enjoy doing. It's something that I look forward to doing. I have this whole process of almost creating a lesson plan or sometimes just hopping on the mic and talking about who the heck knows what, all of it for your benefit, of course. (laughs) But ultimately, it's something that I love to do. I just love everything about it. And then, ironically, I decided to completely change course. And the funny thing is, I literally have probably about 45 interviews that have yet to be edited for your consumption and put out into the world. I also have many, many podcasts that I have not put out into the world, which you might be wondering, why? Why did you all of a sudden stop? And I all of a sudden stopped because midway through, I realized that I had a limited resource at my disposal, which is time, my friends. I remember back in the day, I would think, oh, well, I can just get it done this week, next week. But now that I'm getting older and I have went through burnout and I look back, it's kind of like a breakup, right? It's like, oh my gosh, I spent so many, you know, years of my life with that person, right? You, How many times do you hear that? I spent so many years of my life on this one person and it didn't work out. It feels like a big waste, right? Well, I learned that lesson through burnout, not with a breakup, but ultimately I look back and I feel in many ways that I wasted my time away from my family and friends I spent time really driving myself kind of insane to a certain degree. 
(laughs) creating this world that was not pleasant to be in. I created the storm ultimately, right? Uh, But I'm a firm believer, which you always will hear me say, that everything happens for a reason. And while I was going through that turbulent time in my life, it was not fun. I didn't get it. Uh, But thankfully, I have been a Christian for a long time, and I always looked up towards God and asked, why is this happening? I need help, right? And little did I know that the only way to ever figure out why anything is happening is to slow down for at least five minutes, my friends, and actually let your brain assess the situation. You can't properly assess what you're mentally feeling, what's actually going on, how you actually feel about something. You can't learn from any given situation, really, or even be grateful for things. Like, you know, it goes on both ends of the spectrum, good and bad, right? Unless you slow down and give your self some time to ask yourself some questions. And that's why, you know, it's so important to do that. And ultimately, as you know, if you've listened to my burnout journey, I was kind of forced to slow down. I was forced to slow down when I had baby number one. And that was a very difficult time in my life because I was utterly burned out for about four years at that point, had a brand new baby you know, worked up until the day I gave birth (laughs) to Addison. And then, um, yeah, I was like, why? Why? Why did this happen? And finally, I realized it happened for a reason, you know, and now I'm thankful for it. Uh, But ultimately, I was never going to be able to get to the root of what was happening, how I was feeling. I would never even really have understood how burnt out I actually was unless I I stopped. And I was forced to stop, right? So I had to get to the root of it. And part of the reason why I was compelled to hop on the mic today and to release this podcast when it's been a million years is because it's Mental Health Day. And Gosh, you know, honestly, you could really run in a million different directions with Mental Health Day and just talking about mental health in general because we are all so complex. And as humans, it's normal to feel the good, the bad, and the ugly. And in fact, if we didn't experience the negative, then we would never know and be able to have some gratitude for the positives in our lives. So I want to challenge you to not necessarily view the negative emotions that you feel or that come up for you as a negative. And instead, I want you to look at them as an opportunity. And being, you know, the glasses half full type of person, I would even say that it's a positive. And you might be wondering, what in the world 
are you talking about, Tara? How is feeling unmotivated, angry, sad, depressed, frustrated, disappointment, like a failure, right? All of the negatives, ashamed, guilty. How is that a positive? And ultimately, it can be a positive because as humans, worse, our emotions are like our alarm system, right? For example, you, uh, there's an intruder that comes into the home or there's a fire that started in your house and that alarm system goes off to let you know the intruder's in and you need to get out, get out, my friends, right? Or that there's a fire in the house. The alarm goes off, letting you know that the fire is happening. In order to save your life, you need to get out and that alarm is what is signaling to you, here's what to do, right? So sometimes by having a look at our emotions, it can be a learning opportunity for us to assess what is happening, what is going on, right? And that's really the first step into potentially going into a different direction, right? So if you're in a a season of your life where you really feel like nothing's going your way, you know, you're in a state of negativity, right? If you want to escape that negativity, if you want to turn your life around and go on to a path that's much more positive, fulfilling, and happy, right? I mean, at the end of the day, We all just want to be happy. I mean, let's be honest. We all want to be happy. We don't want to feel negative. But sometimes, as I mentioned, that negativity can be an alarm system to, for you, as it's signaling that, hey, something's going on here and you need to really figure out what's happening, right? You really need to take a look at this because if you don't, there could be consequences, right? Take the example of the alarm goes off because there's an intruder. The alarm goes off because there's a fire. The consequence to not getting out of your home when either of those situations were to take place is a matter between life and death, right? And although your negative emotions, it might not necessarily be between, be between life and death, ultimately, if those continue to go unresolved, the further down the negativity spiral that you go, and when we're in that negative emotional space, you know, our decisions are reflected upon that. And our relationships are impacted because of that. How we view the world, it's impacted by that. And if you experience this long enough, it can turn into actual, you know, mental health disorders like anxiety, depression, um, OCD, all of the above. There's many different things that can take place if you let it go unresolved. Same with your physical health. If you avoid it and you don't take care of yourself, it might not happen immediately, but ultimately there will be 
consequences or there will be results. You will have some sort of result as um, because of your actions, right? Because you chose to continue to keep doing the things that you're doing. Same goes for your mental health. So I would like to challenge you to embrace those negative emotions and view it as an opportunity to potentially create a life that you actually want, right? And to examine the life that you don't like at the moment, right? So ultimately, how can you do this? What is a good way to do this? Really, I always recommend to my clients, number one is I like to say, start off with grabbing a journal, right? And getting into a place where like physically it's someplace that is going to inspire you and it's going to make you feel comfortable. And I'm going to tell you a little story about that. The other day, I was doing some cognitive behavioral therapy on myself, right, with my journal, right? I was doing some talk therapy in my journal the other day. And ultimately, I started writing out what was happening, right? And it got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I actually can't write this out at my house. I can't do it. I'm going to have to go to a place where... I feel completely comfortable to say whatever I want to say and not have any negative impact from it, right? And then I can just, you know, be free of it and move on ultimately. That was my thought process. So I literally, I went to the park and it worked. I was able to allow myself to feel safe enough to just write out everything that was going on. So ultimately, Number one is get into a place where you can let your guard down and you can actually have the ability to write out what you need to write out, what's going on, right? Because ultimately, when we're in that negative space, it might be because we feel ashamed, we feel guilty, we are experiencing things that we don't want to or that we thought we had resolved a long time ago and it keeps popping back up and we're like, well, wait a minute. I thought that we took care of this already. Why are you coming back into my life? Emotion or thought, right? So a lot of times, especially for unresolved emotions that maybe you've stuffed down for years and years and you just don't want to deal with, Ultimately, it's hard to let it out verbally ever, let alone um, to write it down as well. So writing it down is typically the easier route. So that's why I always mention to start off that way and really allow yourself to feel safe and comfortable to just get honest with yourself. Because if you continue to shove down your emotions then what's going to happen is that it's never going to fully be released from your mind. And what I mean by that is, say you have a regret, right? Or you have something that you feel guilty about or ashamed about, right? It's going to pop up for you at different points in your life. And it's never truly going to leave 
your subconscious and your conscious will be interrupted at different times of thinking about, oh my gosh, like this thought pops into your mind about whatever it is that is making you feel guilty, ashamed, upset, negative, right? It's going to continue to keep popping up and it's going to impact the way that you interact with others. It's going to show up for you. Sometimes you might come across short to your family and friends, um, easily frustrated, annoyed, right? Easily angered, Um Maybe it'll show up as the fact that you don't have any patience, right? So if these negative emotions go unresolved, it's going to show up for you in how you interact with others. It's going to show up in your decision making, right? So it's going to impact you always moving forward. And you may or may not realize it because it might be very subtle ways. But my uh, caution for you is that if you let it go for, as you know, continue to let it go longer and longer, it's going to negatively impact your life, right? And nobody wants that. Nobody wants their life negatively impacted. Nobody wants to feel like crap for treating others poorly because they're easily frustrated blah, 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 right? So my suggestion is that get courageous, my friends, and write out whatever it is that's going on. It's important to get to the root of it. And my suggestion is when you're journaling, maybe right at the front of the page, like what what is the question that you have? Why am I feeling angry? Why am I feeling unmotivated, right? And then just let the pen take over, right? And make sure that your mind is unguarded. As I said, go to a place where you feel comfortable and just let it all out, right? Uh, And then after you let it all out, then you can drill down. And this is really where the model really helps, I mentioned the model many times. It was created from the Life Coach School founder, Brooke Castillo. And the model is you identify what is the circumstance that's causing this reaction, right? Uh, Then you identify what is the thought. Then you identify what is the feeling, what is the action, and what is the result. Now, for some of us, In the moment, for example, we get very heated, very frustrated. The emotion is going to be the alarm system, right? It's going to, you're angry. And at that point, (laughs) you typically need to backtrack to figure out what is the thought that's causing me to feel this way, right? And that's how you're going to get to the root of the emotion. So whenever you experience that feeling, then you're going to really try to uncover what's the thought and then trace it back to the circumstance, you know. And then ultimately, when you go through the model, you identify the circumstance, the thought, the feeling, and the action and the result. It's going to be definitely more evident to you 
what is causing this, right? So I want to talk about common root causes to our emotions, right? So one of them is we have expectations of others, right? Maybe it was developed from past behavior. This is what they've always done. I can always count on them or the complete opposite. I can never count on them. So this is normal for their behavior, right? Or maybe you have expectations of they really hurt me, so they need to make it up. And so now I expect them to make it up to me by doing X, Y, and Z, right? And then also, it kind of shows up as common sense, too. This is another thing. Shows up as common sense. And what I mean by that is, isn't it common sense that the average person would think this way or would do this, right? Trying to think of an example, but I know it comes up all the time. For me, for others, the the commonality is, wouldn't any normal person ask if you are okay if you were crying, right? If you're on the phone with your friend, they started bawling their eyes out. Isn't it common sense that as their friend, you would say, hey, what's the matter, right? So obviously, that's another one. It's just an example. And it's not the best example, but you get the drift. So we have these perceptions and these things that we think are true in our mind of, of course, this is how anyone would respond. Of course, this is how anyone would, um, you know, would do, right, in this situation. This is what they would say. This is what they would do. This is how they would behave, right? Oh, I know another one. So, yes, I'm a shameless reality TV watcher occasionally, And I was watching The Bachelor in Paradise and the girls open up someone else's suitcase, right? And a normal reaction. And my first thought was, who would just go open up someone else's suitcase? Clearly, that's not a normal thing for anyone to do. That is not okay. I feel like we all can't agree that... You would never just go into an airport and be like, oh, I'm just going to look at someone's suitcase because it's out. I'm really curious about what's inside. No. And I was reading comments um, on someone's social media and they were like, of course, that's not a normal thing to do. The producers told them to go do it. And I was like, ah, yeah, you're right. That makes sense because it's not normal, right? It's not common sense. Um, other times the root cause can show up as like, we've always wanted something to happen, right? Or we've been working towards something, like creating something, making something happen, right? We've been working towards something and maybe it didn't go as planned or maybe you felt like it was a, a failure, right? And a lot of times that's when Our emotions are going to, we're going to have different emotions as a result for things not going our way, right? So not only do we have expectations of others, we have expectations of ourselves. 
And this is the part that you can somewhat control, right? So let's face it, you can't control what others do and say, but you can control how you respond to them. You can control how you perceive what others say and what others do or what others don't do, right? And I'm not saying that it's easy because, again, we're all human. When someone says something that's not very nice to us, of course our feelings are going to get hurt. Of course it's going to make us feel whatever way that you might be feeling. When something bad happens that, you know, you expected to go good, right? Of course, it's normal, right? So things, we're designed to react and feel a certain way about things, right? So of course, it's going to be normal to get disappointed, to get frustrated, to get angry, right? But the key is, you know, to identify why that is, right? And that way, when it happens again, you're able to quickly turn it around because, again, we're human. So just because, you know, you have mastered the ability to, oh, I know this is how I react when this happens or this is how I react when I'm typically around this person, right? Of course, you have the ability to you know, have a better reaction, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to still struggle with it, right? Practice makes perfect. (laughs) So ultimately, by journaling, hey, here's what's going on, and then organizing our thoughts to really identify why is this happening, right? What is the thought, the feeling, the action, the result? And typically, The reason why I say it's important to just kind of write everything out, free flow it, and then organize it is because somewhere in there, there is that origin of what is the root cause? As I mentioned, expectations of others, expectations of yourself, right? Um, Maybe hopes that weren't met, you know, things didn't go your way common sense. People didn't show up how you wanted them to or how you thought was appropriate or the right thing to do, right? Um, So ultimately, having that root cause, it's important because sometimes we have belief systems that we grew up with and that were Um, ingrained into how we view and see the world, right? And we have these belief systems and, and therefore we're always kind of going to react a certain way to certain things, right? Because we're all different and we all have different life experiences. We all perceive the world uniquely and differently. And that's the beauty of it, right? But it's important to know that about yourself because it's going to help you be able to process challenges and obstacles that are going to come up in your life. And then two, just knowing how you respond to things, knowing what you like to do, knowing what you don't like to do, 
you know, knowing your triggers, it's going to ultimately help you put yourself into a better situation where you're not necessarily going to put yourself in a situation where you know you're going to get upset. I'm going to give you an example. And my mother may get very upset with me about this, but you know, let's just get real. This it is what it is. My mother over the years has become a, more of a hypochondriac than she was when I was younger. So growing up, just so you know, I was in the doctor's office all the time because I coughed, I sneezed, whatever. But honestly, I did have a lot of things going on as a kid. I always had strep throat. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I had strep throat. It's a wonder that they didn't take my tonsils out. They probably should have. Like, it was that bad. Um, I've had asthma, right? Like, really bad asthma. So the list goes on. I was always in and out um, of the doctor because of one thing or another. And then for those of you that have had childhood asthma, you know, you know, you're more prone to bronchitis, you're more prone to pneumonia, upper respiratory things, right? So that was kind of my life growing up. Um, And part of that was because my mom wanted always to fix me, right? Like, I just want to make sure you're okay. So her intentions were good and pure, right? But now that I'm older, now it's like, if I clear my throat, like, I get asked, are you sick? Uh, no, I'm not sick. I always tell her because I'm not. <laughs> and then at that point, my mother starts to analyze everyone else, like my kids. Oh, well, sounds like they could be sick. The Your voice sounds like you're a little congested, right? So if my kids, for example, now I've made this pact with myself, if they have runny noses, I'm not taking them around my mother for my own sanity because I don't want to hear 45 times that we're all sick and that we could potentially have COVID. Like for my mental sanity, I am not putting myself through that. Love my mother to death. I, you know, she's definitely, um, you know, one of my best friends to this day. Uh, But that's something that I have chosen as a boundary that I can't do, right? I've identified what upsets me about it, what frustrates me about it, and I now have more information, which is, okay, well, when this happens, this happens. So therefore, I can avoid the situation if I want to, right? I'm not saying avoid all situations, but I'm just saying the more information you have about, you know, what's putting you into those negative spaces, the better. And sometimes, like for me, for example, I was in a complete state of burnout. Uh, And finally, after uh, I was in my journey, I was going throughout the process of overcoming burnout That's when I realized that going through that experience and experiencing the negative consequences to my actions from burnout, of not seeing my friends and family, being emotionally 
a zombie, right? Like having zero emotions, not processing them in any way that was healthy, right? Um, Which made me feel just blah all the time, you know, disappointed, frustrated, just really going through the motions, right? So then when I was in the process of overcoming burnout, I realized that all of that happened for a reason and now it's going to teach me the less a lesson on so many different levels. So I can't tell you how many lessons that I have learned and have been able to overcome due to sitting down and really identifying what is going on. Why is this happening? And honestly, a lot of it for it took a while, but a lot of it came down to my belief system, right? Of I am not enough because I am not enough. I have to prove myself. And this is how I prove myself. My worth is tied up into what I do for a living, how many people I help, how much money I make, right? I knew that my belief system really propelled me to make the decisions that I made. And that's why it's so important to really sit down and look at, hey, what's happening? Because again, that alarm system, it really has the ability to completely change your life. So for me, I went from working, you know, 70 hours a week, having a tumultuous relationship with just about everybody besides a few people that enabled me to talk about work all the time. And they were in the same boat, right? Other than that, I had pretty rough relationships with everyone, right? But it really helped me to assess, like, what do I want out of life? Clearly, this is not it. And once I sat down and realized, like, I can't do this anymore. I have to figure something else out. I've been asking this question of what on earth am I put here for, right? Why am I here on this planet? I've always felt that I was called to do something to help people, to change the world in in some way, shape, or form. Like, what am I meant to do, right? So just having that realization for like, this is what's going on. It was such an alarm system and such a shake me, shook me out of my negative reality. And it started to unravel my belief systems, why I thought the things that I thought, right? Why I was feeling the way that I was feeling. And then it opened up the world for me to learn from it and also to the realm of possibility that, hey, I can take my experiences and I can help others. I know so many others are going through similar experiences that I am. And therefore, that's what I'm meant to do. I'm meant to help others through my experiences, right? So that negative, you know, storm that was my life, that blizzard, that hurricane, whatever, right? That was my life. It really woke me the heck up. 
and it helped me to create a life that I've always wanted. And I'm not saying that my life is easy by any means, but I will tell you the difference between before and after, before I was going through the motions, before I was depressed, before I felt lost, hopeless, helpless, like I was never going to turn my life around and that I was always going to be unhappy. It was really bad. It was a really dark, dark place, right? And now I have turned my life around to the point where Things are going my way. I have things set up how I want it, but there have been many failures since going on the path of following my purpose. But the difference is, is that I now have that North Star. I now know what my mission is. So when life gets hard, I'm still of faith and reminded of the hope that, yes, there's a reason why things don't happen the way you want them to sometimes. I'm going to give you an example. And it's insane because it literally took me, it literally took me, I think, nine months to learn this lesson. Okay, so I'm going to give you a a look into... Uh, something that happened last year that I really didn't want the world to know because it was kind of embarrassing. But I put on a virtual summit and it was successful in many ways. But as you know, before you go into something and you put, you know, hard work into it and you do tons of planning, here's, you know, the steps to get to where we want to go and Um, You create the whole roadmap and then you put it into place and then you make it happen, right? So everything logistically turned out the way that it was supposed to. But the people in the summit, they did not um, hold up their end of the bargain. And that was really to spread the word that, hey, we have a summit that you can really learn from in various, you know, you know, various topics such as how can you be confident, right? Let's learn how to be self-confident. Let's learn how to transition to a new career. Let's learn how to uh, go after our dream job, right? So there was so many different um teachings, essentially, that were really going to make a big difference for people, right? Um, And therefore, I was super passionate about it. I wanted to make a difference. And unfortunately, because the people that were a part of the summit, they didn't hold up their end of the bargain. I didn't reach as many people as I would have liked. The positive is I still reached a lot of people. The negative is I didn't reach the amount that I plan when I started this project, right? And this project took probably about three and a half months, you know? So again, let's talk about something that you work really hard for and it doesn't go your way, right? And it was still a success. It just wasn't the success that I dreamt that I it would be, right? So of course I was upset. I was heartbroken over it. Um, and I was so mad about it, honestly, because I knew I had this mission to impact others, to help them in so many different areas of their life, to up level 
themselves as an individual so that they can show up for their family. They can show up in their career and and be happy with the way that they're showing up, right? And feel good about it, not feel like, oh, I didn't give 100%. So I was hardcore passionate. As you can hear, I'm super passionate about it still. Moral of the story, it took a lot more time than I had. So it meant essentially, it meant that I had to lean on many people to make it happen. My in-laws, my mom and dad, they were watching the kids, my husband, and everybody was, of course, happy to spend time with my children because they're such little blessings. But it got to be a lot. It got to be overwhelming for everyone um, because it became so time consuming and we were told that it would not be that time consuming. So when everyone's frustrated and kind of run, running on fumes, naturally, no one's really showing up as their best. Surprise. What a shocker, right? <laughs> so moral of the story, I nine months later realized that had that been wildly successful, how I dreamt it would be and how I planned for it to be, ultimately, I would have put myself and my family into a situation where I would have been working a heck of a lot more. And that's not really what I truly wanted out of that experience. I wanted to create a system uh, where I, you know, was able to connect with others uh, in order to help them overcome burnout, where I was, you know, showing up my best. And there was no way I would have been able to show up my best because I was going to put some hardships on my family and I if I were going to continue to operate my business in that way. So really, it was a blessing in disguise because what happens, my friends, when things are successful, when things go your way? What do you do when that happens? Well, the answer is you keep doing it, right? Typically, (laughs) if your results are good, you're going to continue to do what you're doing, (laughs) right? Am I right? I'm so right. So nine months later, I learned the lesson that everything does happen for a reason. I had that mindset when it didn't go my way. Everything happens for a reason. I don't know why. I'm mad. I'm frustrated. And that's okay. That's another thing about mental health is that it's okay to have these experiences. It's okay to feel the way that you do. It's probably pretty darn normal. And my bet would be if you were to ask someone else, hey, what would you do or how would you feel if this happened to you? They would probably come back with even more of a uh, crazy reaction than what you're experiencing, right? You know, you'd be like, whoa, well, my reaction wasn't as drastic. So that just proves you're probably more on the normal side, my friends. (laughs) But moral of the story is it's probably pretty darn normal what you're going through. But when it becomes detrimental to your emotional mental health and also 
to your relationships, which it's like a uh, a cycle, right? Like if your mental health isn't good, you're not showing up necessarily the best for your relationships and for you know the the responsibilities that you have, and then because of that, you beat yourself up. Then because of that, your relationships are suffering because there's friction, there's tension. Maybe you're not seeing eye to eye. So it's really important to know where you're at mentally so that you can communicate that to those that you love and care about. You know, for example, if you have a significant other and you're struggling, it's important for you to let them know, hey, I'm struggling. You don't need to let them know everything. You don't need to spill your guts out, right? But giving your significant other or giving your friends, for example, that you communicate with all the time a heads up of, hey, here's what I'm going through. Again, you don't need to tell them the details, but it's definitely going to help them help you so that they're not, oh, I'm so upset with you because you're you know, you're short with me or you're reacting this way. They're going to have some awareness for what's going on. So they're going to be able to interact with you much, much better, right? So it's a win-win when you have some awareness for what's going on because you're able to learn from it. You're able to set up boundaries that you need to. You're able to get the help that you need to uh, by talking to people about it. Um, So the list goes on. So having the awareness is really the first start. And honestly, we've talked about so much. But I want to circle back. Ultimately, what I learned out of that experience is that, yeah, like, I had a huge disappointment. Things did not go how I wanted to, my friends. But that was a blessing in disguise. So the mindset that I had when that happened was I needed to work through those emotions. And I did. And I honestly, if I would never have worked through the emotions that I experienced and the thoughts that I experienced and the anger, oh my gosh, the list goes on. I don't think I ever would have figured out, oh wow, this was a blessing in disguise. So it's truly important for you to have that um, have that mentality that, hey, everything happens for a reason and I'm going to work on the here and now and eventually it will reveal itself and I will learn from it, right? Uh, but at the end of the day, knowledge is power, right? And having that awareness is going to give you the ability to navigate your life much better, to interact with the people that you love and care about much better, right? And then also, it's going to positively help you and your decisions, right? Because if you stuff it down, you don't dive into what's going on, then it's not going to go away and it's going to show up in negative ways, negative consequences, and no one wants that though, right? Um, so yeah, we covered a lot here today. I appreciate you sticking with me. I tried to create like a lesson plan for this to the best of my ability, but the reality is <laughs> there's a lot here. I tried to go in consequential order, but that didn't really happen. I appreciate your time and really happy mental health day, honestly. At this 
point in time, it's really, I think it's the key to anyone's success is having the awareness, being able to tap into it, being able to learn from it, you know, and also knowing that it's okay, like we're all normal, we're going to experience emotions, right? And in order to have that gratitude and thankfulness, right, and the ability to say, oh, wow, like that's why that happened, right? Sometimes we have to go through the pretty shitty stuff, excuse my French, to get to the other side, to get to the breakthrough, to get to the blessing. Uh, But God is there for you. We are here for you. You can always email in if you ever need anything. I would love, love to help, which that's one of my things. I just love helping people. (laughs) So feel free to email coachinginfo at burnout number two blessed.com if you want to chat about anything. I'm always here. I appreciate your time today and I apologize if this episode was a little wonky in the sense that the audio might not have been the best or I may have slipped on my words a little bit or mumbled them a little bit. I have decided not to edit this for time's sake and just put it out into the world in an effort to say progress over perfection, right? (laughs) That's one thing that I've always struggled with. I love things to be a certain way. So it's kind of out of my comfort zone to put this episode out into the world without editing it. So yay for me. (laughs) But I hope that uh, despite it not being edited, that it was a good episode. (laughs) All right. I hope that you all have a good week. And I'm really inspired and motivated to come back next week. So I'm excited um, to get back into it and to start publishing episodes again. All right. Until next time, have a good week. Thank you for listening to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I hope that you found value in today's episode. And I pray that you will make the commitment to take back control of your life and that God will give you the courage to move forward to live the life that you were meant to live. If this episode at all inspired you, please do me a huge favor and subscribe to the Burnout to Bless podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and leave me a review. By subscribing, you'll be the first to be notified when new episodes air. And by leaving a review, you'll help this podcast get noticed and hopefully change someone's life. If you're ready to take the next step to overcome burnout and live the life of your dreams, email me at coachinginfo at burnout, B-U-R-N-O-U-T, the number two, blessed.com. Again, that's coachinginfo at burnout, the number two, blessed.com to learn more about my customized coaching programs. Now remember... Rome was not built in a day. All you need to do is take it one step at a time, my friends. And I promise you, you will get to your destination. Until next time.